0: This is a podcast taking place in Montreal, Canada, where I sit down with creative minds to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned in the city, and how we can make an impact. It's your boy, the teacher,
1: fitness trainer, just all around bad mind, top-ranking dread, Chad Ash, and you're now tuned in to Low-Key MTL. Low-Key MTL.
0: The bad. I just wanted to talk about the whole like, drama around right? sure. music videos. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. I had to make a music video because, um, uh, I had a new song basically, mm-hmm. and uh, I made a music video while I was making the music video. I always had to keep in mind that it has to be G rated, right? Because mm-hmm. I have students, some of the students are 12, some of them, some of the students are 16, 17, but I just have to make sure that my image is is like general and um basically what happened is i shot the music video everything was fine i got back to school in september and usually what i do is i do this thing with my students where i ask them 10 things i should know about them right so off top i get to know i get kind of like a an assessment of their personality if they're shy if they know how to speak english all these different little cues that i can Mm. pick up when i have a conversation with them because after they give me the 10 things we have a conversation so to give them an example i told them 10 things they should know about me and in that, I told them I'm a recording artist. And obviously they wanted to see if I just, if I suck, you know, mm-hmm. so that, so they were like, we want to see your stuff. For sure. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right, I'll play it. I'll play like, I'll play you guys like a 30, 30, 45 second preview. So I did that. Everything was smooth. And then one day I just got that phone call. It was like, yo, you're suspended for showing a music video, right?
0: Was that a music video? So did that song all start because of this challenge you had with your students? Okay. So like
1: this is another thing. Like this is like a whole mm-hmm. different thing. So, I had taken a, hi- a hiatus for music. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I got my first teaching contract in 2019. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, um, my students liked me. So they started doing research on you on Google. Right. So mm-hmm. as they did research, they seen like old music videos that I had done. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we were doing this type of project where it was like, be the best that you can be. Right. So if a student said in their 10 things that I should know about them, that they want to become a cop. Then I would challenge them to actually have a conversation with a cop, the have an interview cop. with a cop, yeah, and I would yeah. guide them through the process, right? So questions they should ask, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, and if they could actually go on a trip with a cop, maybe like a half a day, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just so they can get closer to their goals.
0: Yeah, and they, like experience it and see it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So well, after that, we started this project and then the students were like, what are you doing? So Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. And then they were like, why don't you, why don't you start rapping? Why don't you do like, you know, I'm like, it's true because I had took a hiatus and like, it was something that I had never completed. I had never went like all the way. I didn't, I didn't Mm -hmm. check the business side. Why did you
0: take time off? Why did you start?
1: Um, Because it was, because being an artist is rough. Right. So meaning that like as much of, as much as, uh, as much that you put into your art, when people criticize it or, you know, they try to, they try to snake. Around like mm-hmm. let's just say you write something for an artist and they didn't want to, they don't want to give you credit right, right, you take it really personal right yeah. and at that point I felt like I was just down like a like a really negative path with mm-hmm. music and it was and I was really and I realized it was really the music that was causing this right and it was really the only thing I had going in my life mm-hmm. so you know once I put the music to the side I started focusing on my fitness do that I started meeting like you know. Um, other teachers, I started meeting cops, I started meeting ambulance people, uh, firefighters. And I was like, seeing that there was a whole different side to life, right? Cause I hadn't seen that side. I was more like in the streets and like, mm-hmm. just like-
0: Yeah, it's weird around, right? Basically yeah. like
1: wandering Montreal with mm-hmm. nothing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So once I started seeing that, I started getting disciplined and then it took me a good, like until 2019 about for me to like, to just get back into it when the students challenged me, mm-hmm. right? Um, I started going back to the studio that's when i wrote that's when i wrote first things first right mm-hmm. the rap song like a rap song that i have on uh, my uh, my spotify mm-hmm. and uh students really liked it so then i just i just ran with it and i just started practicing like and refining my art more and more and then by 2020 i had produced seven songs so i had to learn how to make beats because then i knew that like working with other people might be complicated You know like you gotta get a beat gotta do this yeah they also
0: like they gotta see your vision and they got to like you guys both have to meet up all the time exactly but at least when i
1: when i self-produced myself i had a body of work like i had seven songs so you can basically get the idea of where i'm going right Mm -hmm. so then i started working with other producers and as i worked with other producers i met um i met uh dean which is a producer from nigeria Mm -hmm. and then he remixed one of the songs that i had stashed and then that's when we shot the video and then we get back to the class situation, mm-hmm. me getting suspended. And uh basically I was suspended for like suspended for like 12 days with paid and three days without paid because I, I spoke to the media. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? When this happened, were other teachers in the school kind of like on your side or like were they against you? Um
1: I, th- were I they think just it like was, in
0: between. There
1: was teachers that like sent me messages uh, that, uh like you know for support.
0: From the same school?
1: Um, no, no, a different school. Okay. Cause this No, I'm talking
0: about like your like co-worker situation. Nah. Like.
1: No, 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 okay, no, no, no. Okay. Cause it's like, you gotta think about it. It's like a, it's like a cop turning on other cops. Right. And then yeah. that cop goes back to work. It's like a brotherhood. Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah, when yeah. you speak about it, people don't like it. It's like the same thing in the streets, right? You're mm-hmm. like, you're labeled a snitch. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was kind of like labeled a snitch. So like nobody really wanted to rock with me like that because I had spoken about what was happening and how it was unfair. Cause I didn't, with my common sense, I couldn't make sense of it. Right mm-hmm. and and nobody around me in the school was making could tell me how it made sense right mm-hmm. so I had no choice but to speak to the media or else my voice wasn't going to get hurt. yeah very, 100%. You know?
0: which is smart it's smart that you did that so
1: yeah I, I think it was smart I think it's like you know people when you face injustice you got to speak up mm-hmm. you know so like that was basically the situation that happened with that but there was a lot more good that came out of the situation than bad mm-hmm. I can definitely- did you get like more
0: reviews from that probably right For sure yeah, I was yeah. like. Like just like
1: Wahala, I was like at a one point seven, one point seven K views, and and that boosted it up to fifty six. right. And and at the same time, it allowed me to see where these views are coming from Mm because like you can see your analytics and stuff like that. Yeah, so I got to see that, and you know, it just like it just opened up more doors for me. To be honest with you,
0: how did this video even get found? Was it like a situation where like someone just randomly found it?
1: uh were you talking about the parent or like that made yeah like who like
0: who basically snitched about this and like apparently it was a d- parent right okay that was oh uh, they didn't tell you yeah i guess they won't yeah
1: like i mean i don't know exactly who it is like, yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. have a name mm-hmm. They're still like they but like nah i don't know who snitched
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know who,
1: who who ratted on me but you yeah, the
0: students were all on your side right yeah for sure yeah, yeah. like
1: i got my love for my students and they have my love for me like i mean like i was explaining to the board i was like if i was such a threat to the school system and the students, I wouldn't have had a petition with like a thousand names signed on it to, mm. f- to get me back to to work. You know mm. what I mean? Like that wouldn't happen. And like I've never I don't recall any issue that I've had with students where I wasn't able to fix it. Cause mm. like to me, it's like I'm not arguing with a 12 year old or a 13 year old. Like to me, I think that's ludicrous. I'm a I'm I'm an adult. So I can always find a middle ground with a teen. Like
0: But I also feel like the teacher's road is like there's like a lot of power trip situations going oh, yeah. on there. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of power trips, man. Yeah. I think they, they're so disrespectful to students and like...
0: Because they're just used to like telling them what to do. Like yeah, I even exactly. remember like I, everybody's high school memories are always shit. Yeah, exactly. That, you, know?
1: you know, like, so like with me, it's just like, I'm just trying to ease that time with my students, mm-hmm. right? Because I know that after they, they have me, like whatever's happening after is probably going to be trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like I try to just give them information that's valuable to their lives, right? Because you can know a bunch of facts, but if you know, like,
0: how like much- real you know- life advice, right? Exactly, yeah. right? So
1: you need facts that, like, are actually useful to your life. Mm-hmm. So I just try to base my 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 lessons on that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 100%. There's always those, like, teachers that you remember because they, like, gave you some kind of advice that, yeah. like, you just took with you forever. I try that.
1: to be that teacher. That mm-hmm. one favorite teacher that you had in in, in high school. Yeah, even yeah. when I'm rough with them. Like, they know- If I'm rough with them, they know they deserved it. Mm-hmm. So it's like- it's always like a mutual uh, respect and when Mm. i mess up i have no problems um apologizing yeah and having that
0: conversation and explaining like properly versus just being like no this is how it is because i said so you
1: know no exactly like that doesn't work out and like it just doesn't work out in life when you said it because i said so like try telling that to a cop Mm
0: -hmm. i don't want this (laughs) ticket
1: because i said so like that doesn't make sense anywhere else in the social sphere mm-hmm. except when you're a teacher and you're dominating over students you know mm. and why would you want to do that as a teacher Dominate, yeah and and wanna, most of the elevate.
0: most of the times the like, crystal no issues that they have they just take out on like a lot and, and a
1: lot of the teachers haven't they haven't like lived life right so they started kindergarten
0: mm-hmm. they
1: finished uh, elementary school they went to high school from high school they went to CJEP. from CGEP they went to university and then they went right back into the system to, right yeah, so school, yeah. they, they didn't take no breaks between you, um, high school and CJEP or CJEP and university, they haven't lived, mm-hmm. you know, like most English teachers don't know, they don't know how to rap. And to me, that, that's crazy to me because it's like you're teaching a language, but you don't know how to rhyme in that language.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of
1: weird. You know what I mean? So
0: Yeah, it's true. And
1: it's like a lot of the times, like you're, let's just say you're, you're teaching ethics, cultures and religion. If you haven't been around like a street thug or if you haven't been around pimps or prostitutes or crackheads, you you don't have that sense of like, it's not always peachy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's a dark side to society also. Mm. So like, if you haven't seen both, both sides of the the coin, Mm. then you shouldn't really be teaching about like ethics, cultures, and religion, because it's like, you haven't experienced life enough, you know, and you're trying to teach these kids about life, but it's like, you haven't lived.
0: Yeah, that's why I feel like the educational system is changing too, because think about like a university prof who's like teaching you about business that doesn't own a business himself it just doesn't make sense it's weird you know what i
1: mean like it's just the whole thing is weird like there's a lot of weird things that are happening in education but you know with technology with like ai with uh the metaverse i really feel like it's going to change and like you'll be able to personalize your teachers Mm -hmm. so like and you'll be able to personalize your curriculum like it's crazy Like. Even down to your laptop, to your camera, you can personalize everything now. Yeah. Except yeah. your education, the most important thing that you yeah. can, that you can carry with you. You know what I mean?
0: What do you see, like, teaching looking like in the metaverse? I think it's going to be better for the students
1: mm-hmm. to be, like, I think, like, the teacher, like, how I'm teaching right now is going to become obsolete. And you're just going to have, like, super dope teachers on the metaverse. And it's going to be great. And yeah, kids yeah. are going to love te- uh, to learn because it's going to be, you know... They won't be getting dictated. It's gonna be real education.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and they're gonna choose what to learn. I feel like it's gonna be a situation where you're like choosing what to learn. Yeah, definitely, like, is that as you should. Yeah, yeah,
1: as you should. You know what I mean? Because like, I mean, there's a lot of things in math that I just never use because mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a math person. But there's a lot of things that uh, in math that I did use. You know what I mean? But it's just about figuring out what you need.
0: Hmm. what you actually need and what you actually like exactly what's useful and
1: what's not useful to you
0: yeah yeah you know um why did you choose english uh you majored in english yes exactly
1: so i majored in english and you know by nature like everything about me is rebellious so um by nature to me it just made sense to be the english teacher in quebec you Mm. know what i mean because since it's so frowned upon and like the government hates English, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to me the best. Which is like
0: destructive to them. It is, right? Because it's
1: like, as soon as you leave the province, whether you go East or West, everybody speaks English and it's not about, you know, um, protecting the French language. You can protect, there's ways to protect the French language, but there's also ways to not discriminate against English when it's Mm -hmm. like.
0: You don't need to choose a side. You can have both. Exactly. There's no,
1: there's no side to choose. There's nothing to protect. Like, and like most Quebecers, when we leave the province, we speak French amongst each other. Like on resorts, like that's what you hear. It's like you hear French people speak French and when you speak to them, they can actually speak English. It's just that like, it's just more discreet, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like, it's not a French versus English thing. I think it's just more like a a discrimination against English because of like our history with, you know, um, the British and the French and stuff like that. I think it's pretty ridiculous. But back to your question, um, to me, it just made sense because it was like, I was deprived from English from elementary school all the way to CJEP. And then when I got to CJEP, because I was getting the information in English, all my grades went up because I think in English. Like I
0: think. So you did all your academics in French growing mm-hmm. up? Oh, okay, okay. I had to And one then on your one. English was, I guess, like communicating with your parents and like, my dad's
1: a hundred percent anglophone okay and my mom is francophone She's oh okay francophone. so
0: you have both so when yeah. my
1: mom i spoke french mm-hmm. when my dad I spoke spoken okay
0: so you're naturally like super like yeah, perfectly spy- bilingual it's yeah, like yeah. the
1: ultimate quebecer yeah,
0: yeah yeah that's dope i sometimes i like um like i'm sad about how i don't have that like perfect fringlishness you know mm-hmm. but still like as long as you just hang around with and yeah, also i like, grew up here so it like, gets automatic you
1: catch it you catch it i mean like yeah, yeah. you really actually catch it just gotta. Yeah, just but gotta it's just like it. in,
0: in the like job field too. Like if you're trying to get a job, it definitely fucks you up. So that's what ends up happening. It ends up like moving outside of Montreal. Yeah. And like a lot of people
1: just end up moving outside of Montreal. Yeah. And then like, even if you have that little tinge of like English in your, in your, like in your French, mm-hmm. they still don't like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like they won't let you climb up the ranks. You might get the job, you just won't climb up the ranks mm-hmm. how you're supposed to.
0: Yeah. You can't have that same like rapport with like, your higher and higher ups and stuff yeah yeah because yeah. like a
1: lot of a lot of a lot of people don't like english here. it's like
0: mm-hmm. just, that's how it which is, is like, crazy because if you go to like the city nobody cares but nobody like if cares. you go like up north that's when people like refuse to speak in speak in english, in english yeah. refuse. Um, even if you want to if you want to start a business in quebec like uh, on the revenue quebec side yeah. if you want to get like a business number and shit there's no English, No, all the paperwork is in French. And I, I was on the phone with them yesterday and I was like, oh, like, do you understand English? Like, can I speak in English? You can speak in French? She's like, like no, like, we don't speak any yeah, English. Yeah, exactly, and like, there's, oh, no, okay, there's right. no,
1: there's no, uh, fill out those the, the paper, the yeah. paperwork is in French, yeah. you can't get no English version. It is what it is, man, it's just Quebec and it's just, and it handicaps and it handicaps the children that don't have access to English, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I got students, this is another thing too, I had students that were in grade nine, they didn't know their ABCs in English. And that's when I realized I had a serious problem, right? Yeah.
0: So
1: I, I'm with the class and I'm taking them out one by one, right? I'm asking them questions and I'm like, and I'm like, I'd am like, ask them like what's, this? like, what's this letter? And they didn't know the letter. So I'm like, how are you trying to, like, what have you been doing from, from kindergarten all the way to grade nine?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: like, they have English classes. So what are you doing in your English English classes that you don't know your ABCs? Mm-hmm. Like people don't know their ABCs and it's like they, be, they go into society after you know like they'll go into society yeah after.
0: i met a lot of people in seizure that like that's the first time they're doing things in english yeah and they choose to go to english seizure because they know they're fucked otherwise yes if they go to Union union like 8 afterwards or something and like they only do french then they're definitely fucked
1: <laughs> yeah exactly and like it just closes so many doors yeah it limits know. your doors exactly so like you know that's like the whole thing but that's the reason why i, did, I went to english to be honest with you mm-hmm. it's just because it was so frowned. It's so frowned upon in Quebec that I was like, I'm gonna learn more about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And
0: I like that you take, you have like an approach to it as like you're educating, like the future. You understand, you have like an understanding that it's like a future population. And For like, sure. There's like a lot of, like your job is really important to like it's, guide them the right it's way. It's
1: super important because basically, I, I I get the chance to like touch the future, right? And I'll yeah. give you the perfect example. Back in 2009, when we did the um, when we did like get closer to your goals project. What happened was, one of my students, he was a photographer, Mm -hmm. and he became a photographer for Journal de Montréal. Then he heard the story through the Chatagui newspaper, and he's the one that gave that story to Journal de Montréal, because he knew who I was as a teacher, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I was a dickhead, and I would have been like, you don't speak French, you don't speak English, get out of my class, I hate every student that doesn't speak English, Mm -hmm. he would have never, he would have been like, good for that teacher. Like he deserves it right but he knew my character because i spent a year with him mm-hmm. he was like "Yo, we can't let that slide so i'm gonna talk to my boss make sure this story gets mm-hmm. gets put on right mm-hmm. so it's like that good karma so it's yeah, just like yeah. constantly like i'm always cautious of like how i speak to students and how i interact with them because i know you might be a cop one day mm-hmm. and i may be like you know yeah it's like, like anybody and, right? and like yeah. you pull me over you're like oh it's mr ash he was always cool yeah yeah, yeah, let yeah. Me slide a couple of times i'm gonna let him exactly slide you know so it's just like good karma yeah I'm always i believe good in good
0: that karma. too i believe about, i believe in like never burning bridges like always like even if it ends really badly like you don't have to like kill just, it like, yeah you, you don't have to have kill to it like, completely you know just give exactly. it exactly and like that's it.
1: another thing too why why i was um I, I put like a halt to music back in 2014 was because i was killing bridges i was mm. getting my emotions like my emotions were getting the best out of me and i was hating it because i was like yo music is supposed to make you feel good it's not supposed yeah. to make you want to burn bridges and like you know
0: get out like, what know. what happened like was there any specific Mine, it situation a, it was a
1: bunch of situations there was situations where i was writing for artists they didn't want to get credit you know what i mean there's uh there's like the 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 fact that like okay so like if you sell x amount of tickets then you can open up for this artist but mm. then you sell the tickets and then it's just like nah we ain't letting you yeah we, they just go see or something come, exactly and it was yeah. like, it was this weird transitional part where it was we were leaving like we were in the digital, but mm-hmm. we weren't fully, like, Spotify streaming Apple Music yet. Mm-hmm. What um, year
0: was this around, like? 14, 13. Oh, shit. Okay. So I
1: started, like, I started in 08. Yeah. Right? And then, like, that was just, like, me, like, developing who I was as an artist. Mm-hmm. And, like, around 13, 14, like, this is when, like, you know, like, it was, like, a weird time. Like, I didn't know if I was supposed to sell physical units. I didn't know if I was supposed to post. Like, there was no, like, there was no podcast. Like, this yeah, like, yeah. These whole concepts that, like, allow artists to, like, elevate yeah. they didn't exist you had to pass through the conventional outlets right mm-hmm. and with the conventional outlets i didn't know what they wanted from me like do you want me to drop an album does it have to be physical or you want me to drop it on yeah iTunes?
0: and there's not a lot of information specific to montreal on youtube for example back exactly
1: then, so, right and like, we're, yeah. we're thinking about like this is like she's like maybe two years after instagram was made like it wasn't even popping like
0: that yeah yeah it was just like an editing app at that point exactly right you
1: just run your filters it was yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) so basically yeah so that's what happened and then i I took a step back and then by the time i came back and i started doing research man it was like so much information on on where to put your music how to to get how to get put on and all of that right and that was another thing too everybody i was surrounded with never hit that level of success that I wanted to hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So nobody could give me advice and like I yeah. felt like everybody around me was just giving me bad advice. It was Did, just a bad time. Was it like track. a
0: Montreal specific thing or do you think it was It is all a Montreal time? specific thing okay, cuz then okay. you got
1: to do French music and I refused to do French music mm-hmm. because back then the afro beats and like the the rap wasn't as good in French. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have I didn't have that reference like how am I supposed to do this these French songs like mm-hmm. every French song I'm listening to is like trash, right? Mm-hmm. And it's oh man. It's not. It's not that. Um, it's not that French music is trash. It's just that, like, at that time, it just wasn't good. I wasn't resonating with it. So, you know, when you don't know what to do, it's just better to stay still. And I just mm-hmm. focused on other things. And at the same time, you know, I got my bachelor's. I became a crossfit coach. Mm-hmm. Then I then I was able to to reach like a semi level pro, um, level of fitness. So it was like, oh, shit. it was dope. You yeah, know?
0: crossfit is uh, hectic. Yeah, it is. Been, a, can it you is do muscle ups and shit?
1: I do everything. Fuck. I compete, <laughs> compete like a semi pro okay right? like i'm not any workout i do like i'm not scared of any workout mm-hmm. um i go toe-to-toe with the best of them
0: yeah yeah and i feel like crossfit is like good for longevity yeah, like, yeah, you- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah yeah especially if you if you because look this is what happens crossfit will expose you like if you're not fit mm-hmm. it'll expose you like either mm-hmm. on the run it's going to expose you your gymnastics your lifts even if you run like I don't know. Even if you run a marathon, can you can you deadlift three hundred and fifty pounds, mm-hmm. right? Because you might have to run like four k, and when you come back from that four k, you got to do forty deadlifts at two twenty five. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. You know what I mean? So it's just about like it'll expose you, and I just feel like um,
0: it's like more like a triathlon at that point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like it's just like mentally, you got to be very strong to just like show up every day, you know, mm-hmm. and like you you're going through pain, your body's developing. And like, it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, that, having that stress in life is key to like balance it out of you. Yeah,
1: like. definitely. Mm-hmm. Once I started doing CrossFit, like my whole attitude changed, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't have time. Like I didn't have the energy to give like.
0: Give a fuck about anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: I was just was like, whatever, man. It and is
0: I mean, energy wasted anyways. Like. It There's is. No energy, point. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. But like now it's just just like I'm ready for trying to get mm-hmm. to the to the CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. See if I can oh, yeah? get right there. Okay, yeah, okay. for sure, for
0: sure. So, do you like teach and then coach on the side?
1: Yes. So okay. basically, my schedule used to be before the pandemic. It was um so I go to school. I had to be there for like six forty-five. The class started at seven fifteen till like two forty-five. And at two forty-five, I go to like a restaurant mix, by, like a Saint Bar or mm-hmm. Saint Cassette, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mix there till like seven eight. Then I'd leave. Then I would go to the club mix there from like eleven no ten. To like three o'clock in the morning, and I just repeat, right? But it was cool because it allowed me to, first of all, it allowed me to to just use most of my time to generate money. Mm-hmm. And because I had school in the morning, I had to stay sober, right? Mm-hmm. So that gave me a whole different perspective on right
0: the night before. you mean, yeah, the yeah, club yeah, exactly yeah, yeah.
1: right. So because I can't come in smelling like alcohol, I can't come in um, like you know uh, drowsy because mm-hmm. these kids like you don't you never know. Cause you don't know what happened the night before right like they could have been in a, in a snapchat group chat and be like yo it's on site when we get the class yeah, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. next thing you know like there's a full-on fight breaking out like yeah, i've seen yeah. girls punch uh, teachers dead in their face you know what i Damn. mean like, like are it you happened. involved
0: in that drama too since you're like the chill teacher if i'm involved, like, involved what do you mean like do teachers uh, i mean do students come to you and like talk about like like the drama that's yeah. going on. You're like, you, are, you know what's going on I'm, more than I'm other teachers. I'm probably one of
1: the first teachers to know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's okay. going to happen, you know what okay. I mean? Because they talk to me and like, even the ones that are not involved, they'll come and see me and be like, "Oh, there's going to be a fight tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, they come and show me the fight videos and all of that. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, but I mean, like, at the end of the day, I can't really do nothing about it because it's like, um, if you get involved, let's just say I get involved, I get punched in my nose mm-hmm. and then I got to go to the hospital. They, they can say that it wasn't my business to try to stop it because yeah, my role is yeah. a teacher not a security guard yeah, yeah so then they don't want to pay for my like four or five yeah, weeks that yeah, i gotta yeah. stay off because my nose is broken yeah. so it's like a weird thing yeah it's like yeah. a weird thing and
0: yeah it's always better to stay away from that shit anyways yeah yeah sure.
1: definitely these kids are crazy yeah <laughs> don't let them do anything
0: yeah they're savages yeah i remember like even when i was that age like it just it was so dumb like yeah yeah, yeah. my like, brain wasn't fully you, developed you couldn't
1: yeah. In, in in grade nine in grade 10, 11, mm. you can tell me I wasn't a, yeah, yeah. yeah. was a gangster. You cannot tell me. Even though I was not a gangster, you yeah, could not tell me I wasn't a gangster. In yeah, my yeah. head, I was a gangster. You know yeah. what I mean? So it is what it is. And the, the brain is
0: not fully developed at that age. Wow, age man. So, like, you're, you're a baby. You're still yeah, a baby. Yeah. You
1: can't even you can't even go to SAQ.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me how you're DJing. How did that all start?
1: All right. So DJing, um, my dad was like uh my dad's a first generation like hip hop DJ mm. in Montreal. So he brought Hip hop and like, um,
0: so house. his parents moved to Montreal,
1: yeah. Okay, so they used to live in Toronto, they moved to Montreal, a little Burgundy. Oh, okay, and then from there, my dad's so it was, it
0: was always a Canadian,
1: always Canadian. Oh, okay, like, Sorry. I mean, like, yo, like, I my 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 grandfather's my grandmother's grandfather's grandfather was in Canada, oh,
0: I'm okay. black, you okay. know what okay. I mean? Okay. So, like,
1: we've been we've been here since the Underground, railroad. right? 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 Yeah. So, it's like a whole black canadian it's like Mm -hmm. afro canadian same way there's like afro-americans like uh, Mm african-americans we're just african canadians Mm -hmm. we just didn't stay with slavery like Mm -hmm. why stay there yeah yeah, i I still don't get it to this day like a lot a lot of african-americans stay in in the united states and i don't get it but it's not for me to get my Mm -hmm. ancestors decided like we're gonna set up in canada
0: Mm -hmm. but um but there there are some benefits like like canada for example during the pandemic (laughs) We got fucked because of the whole healthcare system we have, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and everything is more independent in the States. So, you have more, like, options and opportunities to, like, do shit on your own. And there's more people. And there's more people. There's a lot more people. Bigger market. Yeah, yeah, Exactly.
1: Exactly. There's pros and cons, like, but if you have no business out there... You mm-hmm. shouldn't be out there. Like I've, I've been arrested by police in, uh, in the states. Oh yeah, it's a whole different experience. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: where, like where were you? In the I states? got
1: arrested in New Jersey. Okay. But, um, they just searched the vehicle. You know what I mean? Like uh, they brought the dogs. They had us on the floor, handcuffed. Mm-hmm. They were going through all our stuff. Even,
0: uh, were you guys complying like fully? Yeah, fully. And still, I was terrified though. Were they like, trying to like, um, like? Uh, like, it's to get you, yeah, like, yeah, start shit. Yeah, 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 But what
1: I did was I just said I don't speak English. Okay. It's like,
0: Sorry. my <laughs> post, like, I
1: have I have one name that's, like, French, mm-hmm. super French. So I just pretended, like, I didn't, know no English. Mm-hmm. Like, my English was gone. Like, I was a tourist. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, when, when I seen the lights go off, I was like, yo, I don't speak English. I don't speak English. Cause that was the best way for me to get out of it. Cause I know if I answer some questions and I ask more questions, mm-hmm. I said the best way to just cut it at the end. Yeah, yeah. I don't speak English. You have English to make them
0: English. not want to deal with it, yeah.
1: Exactly, so after my experience with, uh, with that, I was pretty much- um,
0: It like opened your eyes. So it
1: yeah, opened my eyes, but then that. it wasn't until I got to the DMV. So I was in Virginia
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I went to a CrossFit box, right? And like, I hadn't realized that like, there's like a racial divide. Mm -hmm. in in crossfit in the states meaning that like i mean like a a membership is like 150 a month Mm -hmm. right so like there's you won't find crossfit boxes and
0: right automatically so i'm going to
1: like county whatever and i'm just rolling in there and as soon as i got there i realized oh man this Mm -hmm. is like kkk country we're in Mm -hmm. virginia Mm -hmm. right so it's like i really was not welcome there i was with my mom like we just got up out of there Mm -hmm. we got about the whole county just left because we knew that like this is this is what they experience. Like this is real. Like they don't want us here. Like it doesn't matter if we're just coming here to train. Mm-hmm. They do not want us here.
0: Yeah, so. it, I think is that like a lack of knowledge? Because like most people in the states, they never like travel. They're always like like generation generation. They're always growing up in the same area, small town. And they Yeah, don't definitely, mo- it's, they, it's they a don't... lack of knowledge. Racism yeah.
1: generally, uh, at its root, is is ignorance, mm-hmm. right? Racism is ignorance. Like you're you're ignorant. So it's yeah. like as if you're walking around and you're like. If I'm walking around Montreal and I'm telling my friends, I don't like Sri Lankans, da da da, da then this situation would happen, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And it's just like based off what? It's based off ignorance. Mm-hmm. And so, like, no, I don't. Yeah, it's definitely because they're ignorant and they never left. Because once you leave, you start reali- realizing that you, you can't rely on people because of their level of melanin. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to base crazy, your man. life and the people you're around based off melanin, mm-hmm. you're losing your mind. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's like super detached and like, that's one of the benefits of Canada, I guess. You're growing up with like every race. Yes, you know? exactly. So multicultural here.
1: Exactly. So yeah. it's like, if you go to Toronto, like good luck being racist in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Good and luck. the
0: culture in Toronto like shows that too. Like Yeah, there's- exactly. There's no,
1: there's no, honestly, there's really no space for, for racism. Like in my life, mm-hmm. I don't really rock with that. I don't get it. I get it. I can't say I don't get it. Like I grew up, I had cousins that were like, that had, that had like Hitler posters in their rooms you know what i mean because mm-hmm. like i still have a white side to me yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I and mean? yeah. like, they were racist they just they liked us they liked me and my mom yeah but they didn't they didn't like other black people but like did I that mean, give
0: you like a deeper understanding of like why they're racist yeah for sure it's ignorance yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what i, I mean, mean like okay.
1: and it's not even like they don't even be around black people like that mm-hmm. they were all the way up in like chalevois Chal- Le- Chal- Le- or mm-hmm. whatever like deep in quebec mm-hmm. like there's no black people there yeah so it's like this image that you're creating is just like in your head, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you're you're not exposed to to anything else, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. I've been I was exposed to racism like my whole life, basically, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like, it's like really useless.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I see
1: like like then you see these people grow up. So I seen these people grow up and like how like they accomplish so little mm-hmm. because of like just this narrow view.
0: Yeah, it's just the narrow mindset. It's it's just the narrow is. view. Like
1: you'll get your job and you'll work. But I mean, like you, you, you don't, you don't like what? You won't watch a Kevin Hart movie. Mm-hmm. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. You like, don't even
0: like give it a chance. Exactly. The Cause thing. the yeah, person's yeah.
1: black. So it's like, it's a, it's a waste. So it's like, it's, it's a loss for them actually. Yeah. So I actually feel bad for racist people. Yeah. Yeah. Black or white. Cause there is black people that hate white, white people with like no valid reason mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like either way, if you base your judgments on how much melanin a person has, mm. or even just how they look like, just like how they look, how they yeah, talk, yeah. whatever. You know, like, and it's such a surface thing. Like, there's, a, there's an expression that says, don't judge a book by its cover, mm, right? Mm. Because it's the surface. Yeah. So it's like, if you're judging people based on the surface, then you're never going to go anywhere. You got to get to know a person in order to see their value. You know what I mean? Mm, 100%. Yeah.
0: yeah. And now you're releasing, um, you're releasing a song called um, First Things First, right? First. I, I released, I released,
1: yeah, exactly. So basically, I released seven songs um, in, um, Seven self-produced songs in 2020. Mm-hmm. Then I released uh, two tracks in 2021, which was Wahala in Colorado. One was produced by Dean. The other one was produced by Snagzy. And these are two producers from, um, from uh, what's it called, Nigeria.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, right now I'm going to release another single called uh, Give It To Me at the end of February. And that's produced by Snagzy. And uh, then we're just working on the album. That's it. That's coming out in September. I'm okay, really sick. excited for that because there's French music on there. Oh yeah, there's, uh, yeah. There's, I, I produce I produce a couple songs. Snagzy got a couple songs on there. Dean mm-hmm. got a couple songs on there. Um, another guy named Corey Miners has a mm-hmm. uh, has songs on there. And we're all like we're all a part of the Afro diaspora, right? So because I'm African Canadian, there's a lot of uh, history I didn't have, right? So I had to do the research myself, and then I figured out I was from Nigeria. And as I'm figuring out that I'm from Nigeria, like my ancestry is really from Nigeria, I start start discovering music from there, and it's Mm. starting to resonate a lot more Mm -hmm. with me. So to me, when I when uh when it came time to really like craft an album Mm -hmm. and like a sound that I wanted to to yeah, finding your
0: sound kind of thing, I
1: was like I was all in uh, with Nigeria Mm -hmm. because it was like the leading to me, it's the leading sound. Like I don't see this sound getting beat for the next like ten years, Mm -hmm. like because they're. They're so talented, yo. This, yeah, hundred percent. Like, you put on Afro beats in a party, and it's, it's, always, it's yeah, always, yeah, always rocking. Yeah. So it's just like it, it made it made perfect sense to me to to go down that route.
0: Yeah, hundred yep, percent. Yep, yep. That's dope. I want to ask about first things first though, because the the lyrics in that and stuff is, um, I guess you, as like a, um like a parent, mm-hmm. right? It would be like um they could easily like kind of blame you for shit. Yeah, like, oh well, sure. look, he's like. Uh, propagating the wrong message right yeah is that your way of like kind of doubling down into the situation no not right? at all okay, okay, but, okay what do you
1: like like you, you mean like what do you mean by doubling down because
0: like, you have, you know how you got to shit for the other song yeah so like is this you just like doubling down like yo fuck it <laughs> um
1: yeah basically man uh i really so this is the thing when you're an artist and this is what i explained to the school board is there's a certain authenticity that you need to bring when you do rap right mm-hmm. uh rap is an aggressive um it's an, aggr- and it's an it's an aggressive genre yeah right and at the end of the day, any parent that thinks that their kid is not using the same words that I'm using is tripping or in total denial. Yeah, yeah. Like teens, they are at a stage in their life where they're experimenting with breaking the rules, respecting the rules, hiding it from their parents. So like the way they talk in front of their parents is a total different way. Hundred
0: percent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah.
1: we all did it. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like you, like in high school, you weren't the same with your friends as you were with
0: your parents. Your parents yeah. But I
1: see them away from their parents mm-hmm. so i know that like my little f-bomb or my little shit bomb or whatever yeah, it is it's going
0: to slide yeah
1: they don't care about that mm-hmm. you know what i mean they got they got way dirtier mouths than me like mm-hmm. i'm i'm focused i'm i'm focused on what i say like i use these like the reason why i said the coolest fucking teacher because there's no teacher that would say i'm the coolest fucking teacher they say i'm the coolest teacher because they're scared of the word fuck mm-hmm. but i i'm not scared because it's like a word like that we all use like
0: that probably also like engages them more and keeps their attention for the course of course, long, right? of course yeah, it yeah. does and
1: it's weird to see a teacher do that mm-hmm. it's like sonically you're like oh damn that's like the same teacher that i have mm-hmm. so it's like it's a whole different experience yeah i was with it for sure i was dope. with it like I, I like my dad told me he called me he's like you shouldn't you shouldn't say f word mm-hmm. i was like if i didn't say the f word and it wouldn't be cool you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's just like. It's also
0: a thing of the past. Like, swear words are slowly becoming more and more, like, yeah. used on the regular basis. Of course. You know like, saying? you're going
1: to. Like, kids are exposed to so much because of the internet now. That like, too. Just like yeah. TikTok. Like, come on. Like, sometimes I see I see the dances that they do, and I'm just like, yo, no 12 year old <laughs> should be doing that. Straight yeah, I know. Like, it's just like. But it's a part of the culture. Because if I was 12 years old, there's no way my teacher's telling me mm-hmm. I can't do that dance. I'm doing the dance.
0: Like, yeah, it's, it's interesting because, like, I think it was, like, in the 60s when people used to go to the disco. Yeah. What they would do is they would, like, group up at, at like, someone's house first and they would choreograph, like, a dance. And they'd be, yeah. Like, hey, this is where we're going to, like, bust up you know? <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of what's happening with TikTok. We're For kind sure. of like, going back to that where, like, everybody's in a group, like, synchronized dancing, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I, and I like it, man. I like let the kids explore. Like the kids shouldn't be hidden away from anything. If anything, they should have, like, I don't like to use role models because I don't think that's a real thing. But mm-hmm. they should have models, real models of how to navigate through these spaces, right? Mm-hmm. How to navigate through the TikToks and how to navigate through the IGs. Like there's no class on on um, online ethical behavior. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no class like that. And This is very important. Like you got to know not to send a dick pic. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, should, you should know, like, you yeah. shouldn't do that. It's not the best way to get the girl. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, There's other ways. When the time comes, cool. But, like, before that, you need to know, mm-hmm. like, you know, eth- like, ethical ways of navigating the space. Yeah, like, it's
0: true. There's nothing, like, about that at all, actually. Nothing, yeah.
1: nothing, nothing, nothing.
0: Yeah. Um, why don't you believe in role models? I you, don't
1: believe in role models because... Do you believe in
0: mentors? Yes, for okay sure, for okay, sure. So, what yeah. I'm talking
1: about is role models, right? Because to me, a role model is somebody that is deemed, like, the perfect role, like you're you're fitting the mold, mm. right? But no humans, no humans the same, mm. right? So imagine like trying to live up to this to the standard that you don't really, you're not really sure, right? So it's like cancel culture. you are canceling all these people, but how are you actually supposed to behave? Like, what's the perfect model of person to be not canceled in in in, in the music industry? You know, mm-hmm. that's not clear. Like, am I supposed to act like Taylor Swift, or am I supposed to act like Yay? Am I supposed to act like uh, Britney, or am I supposed to act like Adele? Like, mm-hmm. what, what's what's the perfect model? Yeah, Nobody especially in, a, in an in an
0: artist world, like it's impossible.
1: Exactly, and yeah. then that 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 hinders your your creativity, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like you're you might be writing something, be like, or you have an idea for a visual, you're like, I can't do that because they're gonna try to cancel me. Yeah, I can't have my opinion. It's like being in traffic, right? You're you're depending on the opinion from the front, you can't go there. You can't you can't back up because the opinion in the back's there, can't open your car because this guy got an opinion. So you're just stuck in traffic in life. So you might as well just do whatever you gotta do. And whatever happens, then you learn how to navigate throughout these things, right? Mm-hmm. So because um because I live my life and like I, I never held back and like I just did basically whatever I felt was right in my heart, I can have conversations with students, right? It might not be I might not have the answer, but I'll give you my real honest like answer with the with the life experience that I had. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by like, I don't really believe in role models because it's like nobody's perfect.
0: What, yeah. you, what
1: you need is real people, real people that went through real experiences, not like uh, you know, you read something in a textbook and you think that's how life is, yeah, you know, like, yeah. you, you went you need through Real it. life
0: experiences. You know, and sometimes
1: as humans, when you when you try to when you try different things in life, you're gonna mess up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh You know, you're you're supposed to. You're you're supposed to to. exactly. So it's like it's like imagine trying to have the right answer all the time. Like that's so hard. Mm Like it's that's to me as a role model. Is like somebody that's gonna have the right answer all the time. That doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. You know. So what you need is a real model.
0: Yeah, and your right answer is always gonna change. Exactly, because you evolve as a person. Exactly, right. like,
1: like if you if you ask me what I thought about weed um, when I was 22, Mm -hmm. it's a lot different than my answer now. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like it's just.
0: Do you still smoke?
1: For sure. Okay. For okay. sure. For sure. For sure. But how
0: is your opinion different when you were 22 versus now? I mean were you against when I was twenty
1: two, I was the type to just smoke on a bus. Like oh, I smoke, I okay. smoke on the STM, like in the metro. My oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't yeah. care. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it was like a social it's just social reckless. Too. Like I was st-, st. Catherine, it's illegal. I'm smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but now it's just be like, yo, I'll do that at home. I'll do that when I sleep. So you know what I mean? Like, exactly, sure, right? Yeah, yeah. So like and and especially because of me being around the kids, I don't go to school high. You know what I mean? Like I go to my job high. Like when, when I was like younger, mm-hmm. like I'd be like,
0: yeah, yeah just call smoking center. I'd be like, I'm smoking this and I'm yeah. going to go take these
1: calls. Right. Yeah. But now it's just like, yo, I'm a lot more cautious and I'm, and I'm aware that like it affects your brain. Right. So mm-hmm. when I was younger, I didn't really care about those things. But now it's like, when I need to be focused, I need to be focused. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And your schedule too, you're like, you're waking up early and shit. I'm waking up yeah. early
1: and I'm training, like training changed, a, changed it a lot. Yeah,
0: right? It gave so, you more discipline. Cause it
1: crosses so hard. I couldn't do that shit hard.
0: Yeah, just yeah. right?
1: Yeah. And then like, and it's a waste of high. Yeah. Cause it's like, you get high, you go do your workout. And you forget just, how many reps you did. Exactly. And yeah, it's yeah. just like, you, you lose, like it just doesn't make any sense. So that, mm. that helped me a lot too. You mm. know what I mean? So it was just like, it's just like, it's like growing. Like you grow into like new, a new person every single mm-hmm. time. That's what, and again, that's what I mean by a real model. Like you mm. grow, like anybody that's just been perfect their whole life. But yeah, it's like, thing. You didn't sure. do much if you were perfect your whole life. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean.
0: So by waking up in the morning, do you have a certain routine or like? Yeah. Well, do basically, you like journaling? Do you have like things like that that you do? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I like I uh, when I wake up in the morning. Uh, usually I stick I stick with liquids. Okay. You know what I mean because I usually try to work out in the morning mm-hmm. as early as I can, and um, then after that,
0: I you work be- out before. Uh, going to school? Mm-hmm. Um, if I can. Yeah, yeah.
1: If my schedule allows me. I work out. Um, when I'm on competition mode, it takes like three, my workouts are three hours. If I'm just like maintaining a certain like standard, it'll be one hour. And uh, yeah, so I, I keep it light. So I have a lot of liquids in the morning. Then after that, um, after my workouts, I'm never hungry immediately after because like my body's been through trauma. Mm-hmm. So I wait a couple of hours and then it's just like, I just start eating like I just start eating like until mm. I go to bed like yeah, yeah. until and are you time. on
0: like a strict meal like uh, plan nah or? man
1: it's very simple man stay away from sugar stay away from processed food eat real food if you're gonna eat meat make sure that it was treated properly while it was alive uh make sure oh yeah it like, comes from yeah yeah where, sure. how,
0: where do you have access to that here
1: uh here you have that access for your local farmer okay it's more expensive yeah, right yeah. definitely more expensive but um but firm yeah. farmers
0: a lot of them struggle especially in quebec exactly like small like family farms and shit they have to close down because they yeah. can't sustain themselves yeah
1: yeah yeah, for sure and i we try like me and my girl we try to buy um we try to buy local as much as we can mm-hmm. especially the meat, yo because know, it's like it's flesh you don't want to you don't really want to like skip like you don't want to take shortcuts on like animal flesh you want to make yeah. sure it's as fresh and it's like
0: Yeah, because that flesh becomes your flesh. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: imagine like a disgusting person, right? Like Mm. you see people like in the metros and stuff like that. Some people look disgusting, and like imagine you have to eat that person. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Much rather some, but you much rather eat the person that was doing CrossFit than the person that was like eating Doritos and like drinking Mountain Dew every day for like forty years. You know what I mean? Would
0: you Would you ever hunt? Hunt? Um,
1: No, I'd rather become a vegetarian. I don't think I have it Mm, in me. Like. No, I'm lying, I killed ducks. I would kill ducks. Okay. I love ducks. Have you killed ducks? No, I okay. but I would. I know yeah. I would because I love it and that. Like, but then my my consumption would probably reduce, right? Okay. Because it's like, I don't know, have you ever seen a dead animal? Like my my, my grandfather guts deers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like when they go hunting. Oh, sick, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you've seen that have land shit. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that in yeah, Quebec, yeah. Um, actually in Magog, and mm-hmm. like it's disgusting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. tastes good but like and we don't see the process like we but, go but that
0: process gives the the food more meaning though
1: yes exactly yeah 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 100% like and like I thought about it I re- I've already thought about it if I would hunt mm-hmm. but um yo that's like a, it's another level of eating you know what I mean yeah, like you, yeah. and that you you must have respect for the
0: animal mm-hmm. after you care. you're also going through a lot of shit just to like get that animal yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's a good. That's a good thing. I should. Yeah. I should try that. I should try that. And
0: and like I'm like just starting to sound like Joe Rogan now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm with it, but I don't think I'd be like killing cows and stuff like that for like yeah. meat. like i don't think i'd do that because i see them like on on discovery channel i'm like i wouldn't kill that like mm-hmm. you know like you see animals you don't want to kill them
0: yeah like, yeah it's hard yeah you know it's
1: just we get them because they're pa- like we eat meat because it's packaged and we don't yeah see the you don't market. see
0: like the eyes looking at you exactly you know? like, yeah, you're yeah. about
1: to kill it it's looking at you yeah. like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing
0: you yeah, know? yeah yeah because like if you look at some like some countries have food where they keep the head on and everything and like, even that, like, I feel like as when there, there's a head on the thing, yeah, like you can't eat it because you just like, you see it. You have like you an see empathetic. It. I think that's what we should
1: we should do more of. Is just keep the head. To keep on, the head so on. Yeah, know, that might actually solve it. Be like, ah, I might skip the meat. Yeah,
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> give every animal like a life story. <laughs>
1: exactly. So it's like it's like a yeah. You just gotta be careful it and like I don't know if I would kill animals to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I don't know if I would still stay like eat meat. I don't know. Mm. Something I have to see as my evolution continues. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I had that same thing too. I was like, at a certain age, like I either want to just hunt or become like, like I want to choose one side. Yeah. Like I don't want to, like, because I, I feel like I can still kind of fuck around right now with my my uh, my eating habits and shit. Yeah. But like eventually, I feel like I would have to get that shit in check. Like, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, bad. Even
1: me, like I consume a lot of sugar. Yeah. Even though I train, like mm. I'm a sugar addict. Like I love chocolate. Yeah, trust. Yes. Like I'm out here, like. 11 o'clock at night, yeah, yeah. eating like Lucky Charms, like a yeah, big ass yeah. bowl of Lucky bro, Charms. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: was literally me like two days ago, like two so in the bro, morning. It was just, like, it's
1: just about Lucky like, Charms. but you know what? The good part is that you realize,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Some people don't realize what they're doing is wrong. Like, I know yeah. when I'm eating my bowl of Lucky Charms, I should not be doing mm-hmm. this. I should probably not be eating at 11 or at least be eating something that's like good for me, you know?
0: Yeah. But you're aware of it. Dude. I'm aware of it. As long as you're aware of it.
1: Exactly. Awareness yeah. is. Takes you a long way. Self-reflection yeah. takes you a long way. Mm. Definitely, definitely,
0: definitely. So, you, did you say you journal? I journal, yeah, yeah.
1: I journal. You mean like my workouts?
0: No, just in general. Like, do you have any like practices that you just came like started doing? Just making you... music.
1: Okay. My like really my journal, my out since I was a kid was really writing. I started really writing raps mm. when I was like, uh, I don't know, when I was like seven. Okay. I would I'd write like these stupid yeah, you
0: Your family has a background in music, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Everybody has a, everybody's done music in my family. So basically like my mom's biological dad was a Haitian singer.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: came to Quebec in like, I guess, yeah, the 60s. And then um, he met my grandmother on tour, probably. I'm not really sure about the stuff. He was a
0: Haitian singer and he was like uh, continuing that in Quebec? Yeah, like, okay. the, like
1: basically both of my biological grandfathers have mm-hmm. over 40 kids. Okay. Right, so like they have over 40 kids and like my mom she ended up becoming becoming a singer She ended up singing in a choir when I was mm-hmm. like three years old at the same time. My dad started um, He was DJing, but he started producing and then um, He later on would show me how to DJ So he'd come with me on my gigs and we would go back to back and we just like DJ and I learned how to do that that way mm-hmm. and my mom was just like she was really like a grinder like she she she'd wake up she she do the same thing I was doing she she'd go to the club she'd sing at night wake up train go to work mm. come back home grab a little knot make me something to eat my aunt would come watch me she'd go back to the club sing and that would be like the weekend rotation you mm. know what I mean
0: yeah when you grow up with a parent that's grinding like that it gets it put into you yeah day.
1: exactly yeah. so to me it was never like that's what you need to do right? yeah it and was from, in like and working from there really she high. just like elevated elevated and kept going so to me it was just like there's no like my mom's
0: is she still making music
1: yeah she's i'm producing some of her music right now oh cool like i
0: like i kind
1: of like put it to the side to work on my project and then i come back like my mom will write a couple things and we'll go back in the studio Mm -hmm. work on her stuff and um and yeah but it's it's only been like we're 2022 so it's only been like two years i've been actually like taking care of the business aspect Mm -hmm. you know and then like with the situation that happened with wahala it allowed me to you know, get in contact with more different media outlets. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like it's on and popping. Dope. You know what I mean? So yeah. and my mom's on every one of my songs. Oh yeah. She's in the, like she she does background vocals. And okay, like if you listen, yeah. you're always gonna hear like a, a female voice. Okay. And cool. that's my mom, because um like sonically, our voices, she sings way better than me. Like she's one of the best singers I've ever heard, but like there's still like a, a tint of similarity mm-hmm. so like they gel so it nice works together. It works well yeah, it works together together, and yeah, yeah. it's just like so much more meaningful because mm-hmm. I know she gets on a track and she's like nah that song's so-so mm-hmm. chances are the song's actually so-so mm-hmm. but when she does the song and she likes it what she's just done then I know i got a hit because mm-hmm. I like it and she likes it and we got two different
0: yeah yeah, yeah. okay sick. so that's like good way of gauging it yeah exactly mm-hmm.
1: so if I'm like if my mom likes it and I like it and then the engineer likes it we're good i know i know it's it's we got something Mm you know what i
0: mean so what do you what do you have coming up? right now um so
1: give it to me is dropping um end of february okay uh we're trying to shoot a video for that then i got like maybe two three singles coming out uh after that oh that's going to lead us up into september where i'm dropping my album because uh one of my main goals like my final goal was to get a juno you
0: -hmm. know what i
1: mean like that's something that like i think yeah why a
0: juno that's very specific
1: um well because to me it's like the highest award that you can get in okay. Canada for yeah, your it's music. A Canadian award, And yeah. to me, the Juno is more valuable than the Grammy because we got we got Bieber, we got Tory Lanes, we got Drake, we mm-hmm. got Party Next Door, we got um the, Weeknd. the weekend. You yes. know, we got a lot of great Canadian artists. So mm-hmm. if I can put myself in that space, then um then I I feel like uh, I i I accomplished my goal as a musician, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And that was like that was my goal that I set when I gave the students the,
0: okay. the, the, the project, Same, right? Yeah. I was
1: like, because usually it's good to work like reverse, right? So you, mm-hmm. hit a, you, you have reverse a goal and you break yeah. that goal down into little ones. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. My first goal was like release seven songs in seven months, one song a month, right? And I played like as my first EP, if you, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was like shoot a music video and try to push it as much as I can. right? And the irony was about that, it was like it came with a negative. Right, because of the suspension, Mm -hmm. but I really did push it. Still publicity, exactly. I still pushed it as far as I can, and um, and now it's just dropping the album, so I can actually like be able to give my my um, my name for the Juno, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. it might work out, it might not work out, but at least if I if I put this album out and and you know like they get wind of it, I'll be in that radar, and I'll just keep going until I get that nomination, and then I'll keep going until I get that that. uh, that you know, but who knows what's going to happen in between these things like you never know what life shoots at mm-hmm. you you know what I mean yeah so you know I might get a I might get a deal I might not get a deal I might I might I might do a production deal with somebody like you don't mm-hmm. know you never know so mm-hmm. that was that was yeah way.
0: honestly I think that's the best way of looking at it like just be malleable with the situation yeah for sure and <laughs> sure, just adapt sure. yeah
1: yeah yeah and it's like it's a good thing you know like uh just like not having having goals but not expectations
0: Yeah, and working for your
1: goals, you know, like because expectations are are rough when they're not met. Like it's just like I expected this, and this didn't happen, so now you feel like quitting and like Mm -hmm. you know you're second guessing everything. But if you have goals and you just keep hitting your goals, and in between those goals things happen, then it's all good. Like Mm -hmm. it's just roll with the punches. But yeah, having goals, having goals and not expectations is definitely the way to go.
0: Hundred percent, I agree with that. Bro, it's like the sick way to end this. Yeah, bro, thanks for coming. Yo, appreciate thanks
1: it. for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Low key MCL, what up?